there. You're listening to Cinema Cult, uh, where we pick a particular film, analyze it, praise it, trash talk it, and decide in the end if it's worth a recommendation. As a general warning, there are spoilers in this podcast, and F-bombs are thrown pretty frequently. This week's genre is blockbuster duds, and the movie we picked is the 2015 Channing Tatum flick, Jupiter Ascending. Let's go ahead and dive right in. So we have the opening of this movie, uh, cuts to this guy, he loves stars, he's always looking at stars, um, US Magazine, People, uh, Entertainment Tonight, he, TMZ, this guy loves stars. Oh, like celebrities? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't see I, that in the movie. No, it was there. Oh, it was? Yeah, through his uh, telescope. Oh, he was looking at like constellations of different celebrities? Of celebrities, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, that's the that's the Kevin Bacon. Oh, and just then, a gigantic dick? I was just going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> Not that he's a dick. But he has one. <laughs> he has one. So. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what are you just talking about? That's how we're starting. <laughs> we're never. This is okay. My first note is, damn it, this movie is two hours and ten minutes long. That's my first note when I looked at because I I like I was looking at the uh, time limit on the on the PS3. Okay. Yeah. He, that's good. It was two thanks hours for that, and ten minutes. Thanks for making long. me really feel like I was there. Oh man, <laughs> I felt they, like it was forever. Thanks for that product placement. Yeah. <laughs> Do you oh, know that feeling? I gotta like, mention. I gotta mention before. But do you know that feeling when you're like you had to go to a class and the class was like four hours long? You get there and you're like, oh, four hours. Yeah, yeah like four hours seems like forever. Like this felt like forever when I saw this number. It, it is because we took several breaks in between. We took like eight breaks. <laughs> Did you guys watch it together? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You're out of town. Dude, it's probably even worse by yourself, man. Oh yeah. I I, I stopped I watching about halfway through. Well, it could be worse. You could be wrong. like some people in this room who claims they saw it twice. And he hasn't even talked yet. His name is Jake. He's our guest for this evening. Maybe you remember him from such hits as Unreleased Episode of Explorers and, <laughs> <laughs> and Jurassic World, which actually Jurassic World turned out really good. Yeah, yeah. that was a good one. And, Jake, uh, movies that Dwayne Johnson? Oh, yeah, yeah, you were that? Yeah. Yeah, so this is a third time completing yeah. the trilogy. The last time he'll be on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, maybe if we do a fourth, we can stop doing with the Explorers joke. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, maybe. There you go. You got it. You got it. Um, So Jake claims he watched it twice. The first time is when he came down when I was watching it, watched five minutes of it, then left. And then you you did watch it fully all the way through the second time? Uh, Excluding the stars part with TMZ, the channel stars, um, all that stuff you're talking. I didn't watch that. What about Dancing with the Stars? It was uh, not even that. I got got into the part part. with... um, after Mila Kunis got kidnapped from uh, her medical procedure, which is like two minutes in the movie. Which is two minutes in the movie. Okay, cool. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay. I do not claim you watch this movie twice. Our expert uh, Jake on the movie <laughs> Jupiter Ascending. Hey, uh, who's in costume right now? Somebody, not that anybody. Someone that can didn't see. watch Jupiter Ascending. Whatever, man. Yeah, Jake was so excited to be on this podcast. He dressed up like Channing Tatum. The picture will be on our Facebook page. Yeah, he's gonna do the whole podcast like this. All right, so let's really get into this movie because it's gonna take forever. All right, if we so don't can we? Like, my, okay, one of my first notes on here is: Did you guys think that English break was really weird? How like the two characters in the beginning, the mom and dad character, were talking Russian, and you get and subtitles. Then, yeah, and you get subtitles, and then it just broke, and one of them starts speaking English. And then well, the other I kind of like, like that because it, it first of all it tells you, hey. You know, they do speak a different language, but then it kind of like morphs into. Are they doing like a Hunt for Red October where the the language transitions into English? Does it do that? Yeah, it's like Sean Connery speaking in Russian, and there's like a like a pole or something, and it's him speaking in English. 
Oh, really? Is that what they did in the movie? I don't know. No, no oh, they just oh. go back and forth. Oh, okay. Because there's thought... a part where, like, they go in the next scene, it's them together again, and they're speaking Russian, and then they speak English again. It's we- it's real weird. Hi, did I... you even watch the movie? Yeah. Okay. Oh, See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I do want to point something out that I laughed pretty hard at. And it was just an awkward scene. But um, the dad was doing something. Is it where and he's then, kissing the billy? I can't remember. No, no, it was like before. Rubbing, like gelatin all over well, the then, No, stomach. she goes, well, before this, whole, before this whole scene, she comes up to him with a jar of Vaseline. She's like, my turn. And I was like. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is it about? Yeah, I know. I saw it too. I was like, I don't understand what was going to happen there. No, I didn't either. I didn't know where it was going. Um, yeah, so, I don't even know what this movie's about. Like, literally, like, to break it down. Somebody break down the movie. Can anybody give me a full summary of this movie? Uh, it's about consumerism. Essentially, right? Is it really? Yeah, yeah I read it. I, I, that was not my opinion. Oh, I, yeah. I, I can't say this Matt. fucking movie. <laughs> That's what they, they said they wrote it about, was consumerism. How's it about consumerism? Uh, because they're... The human harvesting. They're human harvesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, oh, they're the, like three the, minutes they the talked about it? The entire yeah. plot of the movie. Yeah, I was gonna say. I remember. Yeah. That. I, remember <laughs> I remember. I remember that. the plot of the movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't one of the, and then like one of the, the uh, is it her cousin or something like that? And we could talk. Okay, I need to talk to you guys about. Yeah, this. but you're jumping I ahead a little bit understand. because the. But I'm saying like. But you're talking about the end credits. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm talking about the end. Of the you're credits. jumping ahead again. <laughs> no, her cousin. As per usual. No, <laughs> no what are you gonna talk about? No, I'm good. You guys go ahead. Anyway, I don't even want to talk about this movie. I'm not going to break down this entire movie because no there's nothing way. to talk about. A lot of it's, it's really, really much. boring. Yeah. So it, it kind of starts off. Um, uh, what's her name? I can't think of the actress's Mila name. Kunis. Mila Kunis. She's um, like a maid, pretty much. Yeah. She but lives the, with. But the, but the dad gets shot. Oh yeah, well, the dad gets shot. Yeah. He dies. And they take the telescope away and the TV. Yeah, and it comes back later. And it comes back later. All of that for on a TV and a telescope. Yeah, that's well, no, kind of lame. Well, they were getting ready to leave. And then he gets shot over it because he goes to grab for his telescope. Yeah, she yeah. just let him have it. But yeah. it's just—it was kind of a lame intro story. It wasn't very. Uh, yeah, it was boring. Shit. It was. It, was. Yeah, it like, just—I I didn't really get this the whole movie. Of, is like boring. what happens throughout the rest of the movie? Yeah, <laughs> like happens. Why does her dad have to die doing like do with anything? Because he loves stars. No, it, seriously, that well, whole, he loves like, Dancing he with loves, the Stars. So that much. whole intro yeah. of that movie has they nothing took his to whole, do with. They took his DVD box of Dancing with the Stars. Wait, wait—is she an alien? I don't know. See, I was confused by that. Yeah, I didn't wait. So, was she, her dad she, an alien? I I don't know, but all I know is that she's the queen of Earth. She's like yeah, the, but she owns Earth. They make a statement. She made that inherits Earth basically. Yeah, because yeah. that stupid thing like you've never been stung by a bee before, have you? She and you're like, bees. I'm like, I haven't been stung by a bee. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, but, I I don't really get it because like there's no alien tie back. You know, I think I mean? she is. I don't think she's a human being. But that means the hu- her her dad wasn't a human being. I don't know, man. This movie is maybe really they hard were to maybe they were trying to make like a statement that like Earth is like filled like humans are like the ants and all that stuff, and she is queen ant or something stupid like that. I don't know. That's true. I don't know. I, well, basically to break I, this movie I, I kinda, down, I kind of turned off at a certain point, dude. I turned off a lot of times this movie, and I don't want to talk about you know the I entire podcast on. how we kept turned being turned off. I, I mean, I want to talk about because there's some good parts in this movie. No, there's not, man. This no. is really hard to talk no. about. Yeah, this movie's hard to talk about. Yeah, this is rough. Uh, there's a lot we'll of go, like right, action we'll, sequences and a lot well, of exposition. Let's go. Let's we'll, take we'll, take it, we'll take it. We'll take it step by step. Step by step. She is a maid. This is her when she's grown up. Her dad's yeah. dead. She's a maid. Um, at this point, I'm kind of watching this movie, asking myself, what age is this for? 
because it kind of gives off that whole like fairy tale. It's like an adult fairy tale. I think this movie is for um, teenage girls, just because Chating Tatum's in the lead. There's a good hour he spends with his shirt off, just running around. A lot of it is very fantasy based, but not like dark fantasy based. It's very fairy tale fantasy based. I think so, it's. I think it's a. Uh, it was to um, go against Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it was supposed to be like a female version of Guardians. Like for in what way? Like in a way that like maybe like Mila Kunis could be like um, Chris Pratt's character in Guardians because they both came out fairly similar. You know, like I can kind of see because this, this is like the Twilight version of yeah. Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy. Yeah, because yeah. this movie was shelved. This movie was done in 2013, I believe yeah, I read earlier, and they didn't come out with it until what was it January? It was probably because they do all the damn special effects. This whole movie. Yeah, I think they actually delayed effect. the movie to uh, give them more time. To I believe fiction. it. Yeah. Special effects look really good in this movie. There are some iffy parts. There's oh, some iffy part, parts, but there's yeah. parts where he's flying around in the city on his... Uh, space his, space his, roller skates. His space blades. Space blades. Yeah, space blades. Space blades. Yeah, blades. Okay, so he's moving around in his splades, and like it looks really good Dave, at certain David Splade? David Splade. <laughs> David Duchovny? No. no, no, I lost it, guys. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know what we're. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> no, I and mean, that's the thing is these special effects look really good, but the fights are so poorly. Oh, it's not really like orchestrated. Yeah. It's so boring to watch. Yeah, it's very video gameish. And then, like, here's okay. Here's my uh, my analysis of that is that with these action sequences is that no one's in danger ever. So you don't feel any danger element. Like, it's not interesting because you're not like, oh, Chayden Tatum's going to die or Mila Kunis is going to die. It's like, yeah. no, both of them are safe because the movie just started 20 minutes ago. Also, they're yeah. having that big... Oh, I agree. Uh, you know, and that yeah. ruins it. Mm-hmm. They're having that big battle where they're destroying uh, Chicago and you're telling me that nobody died in that city? Like, when they're destroying all the buildings and stuff? Yeah. We're, should, we're jumping ahead. I know, just a tad bit because, we're, only because, we're, only because we're talking about it right now. Well, the reason everybody survives. Nobody dies. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it's it's a cheap. He brought him back to life, though. Oh yeah, you're saying that. Well, it's a, it's a cheap life? trick because well, he's... he rebuilds the building. No, it's so just, it's just brought... the, the technology does that. That's Did you what... not watch this movie? I don't understand. Yeah, but I didn't understand it though. Like I watched that part and I didn't get it. He was like, "Oh, it's okay. It's rebuilding itself." It's cheap, cheap story. Like I don't get story. that. Well, like, okay, everyone, well, like for, for listeners at home, there's a, this huge fight scene in Chicago. This huge building gets destroyed. They survive, obviously, and they drive off. Emil Kudnis goes. You know, what about the building, blah, blah, blah. People are going to notice, you know. And he goes, no, they're not. And she turns around, and the building rebuilds itself. It's a cheap uh, trick in storytelling, I feel like. I kind of yeah. agree with you. It's, it's, lazy, like when, it's lazy storytelling. It's yeah. like when uh, Sean Bean heals uh, Channing Tatum with the, the heel ray. Yeah. And you're just like, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, that brings it up for me. Okay. My, uh, my overall general thought of this movie was, did you guys ever play pretend with your friends in the backyard with, like, guns and stuff? Yeah. Okay, this movie is like a real-life version of you and your buddies playing pretend with guns, yeah, and you're making it up on the spot. Yeah, it where is. it's like, it's like, oh, man, I got injured. Like, wait, I got some heel cream. And then, like, spray it. Like, <laughs> oh, cool, we got to pull it out. <laughs> like, it felt like that. Like, yeah. it was being made up on the spot. It was so... It's pretty fan- good. Fantasy based. And then, like, while you were playing with your friends, one of the buddies had rollerblades. Yeah. So he was like, <laughs> yeah. These are actually space blades. <laughs> they're blades. David Splades. Sling, <laughs> sling blades. Sling blades. <laughs> that's what it felt like, though. It felt like it was being made up on the spot. Like, I kind of, yeah, that's yeah. actually a pretty good way of putting it. Yeah. Well, even, okay, let's jump back to. Um, Towards the beginning of the movie, the first like fight scene we have in the alleyway. Yeah. It's the first time we see Channing Tatum. And then he uses that stupid door like technology or whatever where yeah. it just creates a hole. 
Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Like from X-Men? What? Like X-Men, what's her name? Uses the beginning of X-Men Days of Future Past. You, didn't you watch this movie? Don't you remember? That must have been the first five minutes you guys said. That <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Why don't you guys explain? Act like I'm your audience. <laughs> and you guys explain this okay. movie to me. Just so I make sure you guys so know it. Let's tell Jake a story about Jupiter sending. <laughs> they're from a planet. It's going to take about two hours. <laughs> it's going to take two but hours. But here we go. <laughs> I hope you have enough time. Two, two hours and ten minutes. <laughs> well, no, what bothers me about this fight scene is... It's chaotic. and you Wait, we're, like, talking, we're talking about Chicago one? Yeah. The one in the it's alleyway. In, it's when you first oh, the meet, alleyway. Yeah. You first okay. meet, you first uh, meet him. Uh, Chain Tan or whatever. Yeah, and they're like this huge battle scene. And then he turns a corner, and then they stop going after him. Like, There's that, <sighs> that J-pop girl on yeah. her space bike. Yeah, and they just kind of like <laughs> let him go. Yeah, the guy looks seal. Like seal. seal. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> cornfield when they kidnap her. That's another action yeah, sequence. Like, that's later on. Talking about the beginning of the movie, bro. This movie sucks. No, but, it's like I, it's like they're all comic book um, characters. Uh, that's what I got was that. So like, like X Men and Twilight got together and they yeah. had a baby, and by some miracle that baby met Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> and by some miracle they had a baby. Yeah, it's yeah, a you, real yeah. <laughs> well, I think a lot of this movie, because um, like, at this point, you know, we see Channing Tatum for the first time, blah, blah blah. Then we cut to this whole scene where it's Mila Kunis and her family, and I have no idea what they're talking about this dinner table. And then I look over at Hanto, and I'm like, is she going to get artificially inseminated? And he's like, I don't know, is she? And then it ends up being that. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. why did I have to piece that together? Like, Wait, wait, is she getting? I thought yeah, they were taking her eggs. That's what they're, so she can get money for yeah, uh, for a telescope. Yeah, a telescope. Wait, wait. Okay, <laughs> there's two different things, guys. Like... Well, like a woman in a telescope. I thought she was. I thought she was donating her eggs. Yeah, I thought she was. Yeah, she's donating her eggs. And how much money was she gonna make by donating her eggs? Enough for a telescope. Why the hell would you spend that money? That's a lot of telescope. No, she's gonna split with her cousin or something. Yeah. Does anybody? Yeah, and he was gonna get like for some reason more. No, he already spent the money on the TV and stuff later on. Yeah, but like he was gonna get more of the money than she was for yeah, probably. just her. Do- that that's what the dialogue was between. I think so. Yeah. So does anybody want to look up how much money you get for donating your eggs? Not, like thirty. Not right now. We'll, do, we'll do it on the next podcast. Because <laughs> I really I think, it's, I think it's like ten to thirty grand. Is it really? Yeah, because think women have a limited. It is. It's a good eggs. amount of money. Yeah. I didn't realize. Okay, so mm. then never mind. This isn't. I've been thinking about is, doing it. I know. I wanted to bring fiction, it up. This is science fact. You want to do it? You want to? You don't have eggs, bud. You have little guys. Yeah, but why would you give any of that little money egg to your guys, man? Cousin? No, I don't, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I don't get that block. That plot maybe it was point. like some sexual thing. She like just wanted money for the family to help out the family. She wanted a telescope. I don't know. No one cares. Yeah, but she's yeah. keeping. She's like, I'm gonna keep five thousand. He's like, okay, and like he gets ten. Like why the hell would he get ten? Like he's in- he set up the deal. Yeah, he gets a better percentage. Yeah, that's what he said. It says I don't get that. He, it's a finder's fee. Oh, this movie's so <laughs> frustrating. Then we go into uh, space. Well, no, not yet. Yeah, we, we do. There you go. It's right after the alley fight. Oh, I hate talking about any about this stuff. Because you don't want to talk about... Uh, you talk about it, then. Whisper bad guy? Whisper bad guy? <laughs> Eddie Redmayne? This guy. You're just whispering the entire time? I called him the godfather in all my notes. What? The guy that talks like the godfather. I He's like, refuse. I <laughs> bring it to me. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Did you watch the movie? Yeah. Don't tell me me and Hans were the only ones that watched this movie. Actually, Stephen Hawking's whispering. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's the weird... It's. 
I give him props for trying to build a character. And with, then when he gets things get intense, he whisper shouts. It was, <laughs> Shall I open it? <laughs> it was too much like Benedict Cumberbatching. Yeah. Like, I thought it was him at first. It totally yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this shit. is the guy that always screams like at the, the end main, scenes. It's the main bad guy. Yeah, he, like, yeah. Whispers. Yeah. No, it's weird that he whispers and then he's like, ah. That's when he falls to his death. Yeah. No, he did it though. There was a couple scenes where, like, he I wrote it down as a note. Like, he would just scream. And he'd be like, he'd tell somebody to go do it. He'd be like, ah! And then it just cut. It For was weird. A guy that's like, I'm not going to do it. Ah! What about the girl? Still alive. Double our security deployment to destroy any ship that comes near the planet. <laughs> For a guy that's, like, in charge of. All of space, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fucking gigantic pussy. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> it's pretty bad. Okay, let's talk about too how bad is the makeup in this movie? I feel like every time an alien pops on the screen, I'm laughing because it looks so the dragon people? Yeah, and they look well that those are CGI. AKA the uh advanced Goombas from Super Mario Brothers. Oh Jake, do you wanna Nah, it's cool. I'll let Matt have this one. <laughs> he no, said the same no. thing, dude. <laughs> That's something that I just noticed. <laughs> it was actually, yeah, I, I came down when you were watching oh, this, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, Go- right. no, no, I said that. I was like, yeah. I was like, it looks like the Goombas from uh, Super Mario Brothers, and Matt's like, oh, look, yeah. and I looked down at his list. I, had read, it. I wrote it down like two minutes <laughs> previous. <laughs> No, the, I don't think like, the makeup's that bad. The makeup's movie. awful. Every time they showed somebody in the background, they like their head would be a normal size. It human looked head, like, a... but their face would be really tiny. Yeah, and the girl with the like, giant ears. Yeah, the one that had the hair like yeah, that, you know, but she like her ears like or like I, yeah. She's yeah. like she's like I can hear your smell. And you're like what? <laughs> you Wait, is that a real line? I was like I can see your voice. And there's like yeah the the rat like right hand man to the man like uh, Eddie Redmayne his, yeah like, his yeah. rat servant that oh, was just yeah. like kind of like you know uh, untrustworthy or whatever there's a lot of weird makeups in this you know what didn't bother me though Jane Tate was really bothering me because every time he he was like just standing there his mouth was open. And he looked like he was just like he's not... a he's a dog man dogs man but he, hey just he is he, just, an no. animal oh he's a lichen just, just, just he's a lichen he's not a dog he's a lichen just because he's Sorry. a lichen doesn't mean I have to like it oh yeah. Jake's only note for this podcast <laughs> well he's a Teen Wolf I mean that's essentially <laughs> he's a dog, okay. not a wolf. which goes back on what you're talking about with an audience like what is what kind of audience this movie's for? Michael J Fox and I want to say it was for teenage girls. Of Michael J. Fox. Of Michael J. Fox. It, it's more for fans of Family Ties. Like, it, if you like Family Ties, you're going to like Christ. <laughs> you sound like you're like, it's so incoherent. But it sounds like I'm like speaking yeah. the truth, right? Yeah. Like, it does. Maybe he's got a point. I'm people, like, wait, people it's believe true. you for I a second. Think... They're like, wait, something's not right here. Something, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, wait, I got to rewind it. <laughs> uh, so the next scene after this, we meet her friend. Yeah. This is kind of an interesting scene. She's hanging out in her underwear. Well, I, I, got, I got a new corner I'm going to start. It's, and I, I always take notes on this. Whenever Hanto laughs at a joke that's not really funny, I always write it down. Oh, why? <laughs> now, there was a scene where she's with her friend. So, what's this corner called? Um, Hanto's cute corner. Because it's always like cute jokes that he laughs at. <laughs> no, there's a scene where um, she's talking to her friend and her and she was saying something. I think, yeah, I think I remember laughing and then I just it, saw you look over and then just start typing some notes. <laughs> Well, she goes, are you going to blah, blah, blah tonight? And she's like, I don't know. I think I'm going to hurl. And Hatha's like, <laughs> And I was like, noted. It reminded me of when we watched How to Lose a Guy in 10 oh, Days. Oh, God. And every time one of the two of you laughed, I had to take a note of it. I was like, 
Just create a little tally. Like when Matthew McConaughey was wearing a Celine Dion t-shirt at the Celine Dion concert, <laughs> and Matt started laughing really hard at it. I was like, <laughs> noted. <laughs> I laughed at that? Oh, you did. I didn't realize <laughs> it's that. It's in the notes. Oh, man. So, after this whole scene, that some aliens come down. Like, like, oh, wait, I'm out of order. This happens before. No, Dude, I'm we're way after. Order. No, it's, oh it, no, it is, it is in order. It can we not order. talk about no, this movie in order and just jump around? I thought you said, can we not talk about this movie? <laughs> I don't want to get to the <laughs> you other You guys, like, you guys are like so detailed about the first 20 minutes of this movie that I have not seen. I'm like, I just know. get to the part <laughs> so where never... Sean... Just get to the fucking part where Sean Bean comes in. I know from the cornfield on, I'm good. Let's just go there. <laughs> All right, let's, All right, let's so get to... Okay, little alien beings, they try to abduct... Her uh, friend, yeah. Mila Kunis takes a picture. Their minds get erased, but yeah. she still has the picture. Cheap storytelling. Cheap storytelling. I'm like, actually, I kind of like that. No. What was the point of this? No, don't make sense. The scene was don't make sense because the next scene after is her donating her eggs, and the aliens are already it's there. The same aliens, yeah. So how did they? How did they know? They probably thought she was Jupiter, maybe. But why would they go take them before? Know. Why would they go kill her before? They could kill her just in when she's donating eggs. And why didn't they kill her when she was in the closet? Sean Bean was my favorite part of this. Because she was trapped in the closet. Not there yet. Not there yet. But she was in the closet, and then she gets knocked out, right? From the aliens. And she wakes like, up. Why didn't the aliens just kill her then? They didn't know it was her. They thought it was the other person. The friend. But why yeah. didn't they just check her then? They don't, I don't know. I'm not an alien. You're really no, they, asking the continuity of this movie? No, I'm asking this. Like, why didn't they check her when she was in the closet if, to see if she was Mila Kunis, right? I, I, I'm going to explain no, to you right now. I'm going to explain to you right now. hold on. And then the next day, she goes to donate her eggs, and then everybody there is an alien, and they immediately know it's Mila Kunis. Well, they Kunis. cut stuff to space, and she goes, oh, it was her friend. She's like, all right, get her. That's the scene in the movie. Also, why the fuck aren't they just, like, in- infiltrating yeah. Earth by disguising themselves and trying to find her? Contact style. Dude, if yeah. I was yeah, an why alien... Why are they, like, waiting for her to, like, Like, invasion of the body snatchers type deal. If I was an alien, I would dress up like an alien on Earth. Yeah. Because nobody would expect... Yeah, like, oh, that's goofy. Like, oh, that's goofy. It's so like, dumb. That's New York City for you, yeah, you know? Kinda, it's like a typical, like... Yeah. Uh, characters on the street or whatever. Yeah, kind of exactly. like, <laughs> like when Tommy Lee Jones dressed up in chicken suit at the beginning of U.S. US Marshals. Marshals. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're, you're like, like, what? You're like, you did? You remember at the beginning of always, no, I've never seen the beginning of U.S. Marshals. the beginning of U.S. Marshals. Is this Jake's Tommy Lee Jones corner? Actually, it's Jake and Hunter's. Ooh, a duet. A duet. No, no, it's Tommy. You're sitting in the movie starts, and you see these, like, these uh these uh sketchy people walk into a building and you see this guy in a chicken suit handing out samples. Like, like oh, I do remember that. Yeah. He just yeah. drops the plate and then he takes off. His, Let's go! And he has his gun and he runs. Yeah, in the chicken suit. Yeah, I think he's running in. He's like freeze. Yeah, but like, he, and then he's in his underwear and Van Halen starts playing. No, that's what? a different movie. Oh, that was Lethal Weapon Four. Lethal Weapon. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, really? Chris, Chris's Van Halen corner. <laughs> 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 the only reason I bring this up is I was watching U.S. Marshals. I had no idea U.S. Marshals was on. I thought it was yeah. Jupiter's Ascending, but it was U.S. Marshals. <laughs> but, like, but like, I had no clues in the chicken suit. And all of a sudden, he takes the, hel- the, the thing off. And I was like, Tommy Lee Jones. You would never expect Tommy Lee Jones. Just like you would never expect an alien dressed up like an alien. Exactly. Be- I was wondering how we got to this point. Yeah. Okay. Wait, <laughs> are you talking wait, about what? U.S. Marshals instead? What are we, yeah, what U.S. Are we Marshals about? is great. <laughs> I lost what we were talking about. I love if I was, an alien, if I was an alien on Earth, yeah. they dress up like an alien. Like, why didn't they disguise themselves? In- okay, well, let's just talk about some random shit here. Okay, what does everybody think of Channing Tatum's look? I know we kind of talked it's about it. Goofy as shit. It's hilarious. Goofy as shit. It's oh, funny. It's I, not I, bad. I like it. At first, I thought he looked like Barf from Spaceballs. <laughs> I think I made a note about him being Did you? Bar- Barf's cousin. <laughs> Barf from Spaceballs. Yeah. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> I'm a mog. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> 
I don't think he looks horrible. It just looks, it doesn't fit. It's not a bad look, but it's just weird looking. This movie, the entire time, just looking at him, made me feel like it was like a movie within a movie, like a fake movie that they have in a movie. Oh yeah, I know. Like you mean. this entire time, yeah. Like, it's oh, like, yeah. It's like Channing Tatum's. It's like kind of like a. It's like that movie in um, that Don John movie uh, when they go see the romantic movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that, or like yeah. uh, like Adam Sandler parodying like himself in. Funny people. And funny people, yeah. It's like, this movie felt like the entire time. That's actually a good way. That's, and that was like, every time point. I saw like Chain Tane, because it just looked like Chain Tane. The only thing was that he had ears, like dog ears. Yeah. Well, it was, yeah. it was like a B movie with the highest budget possible. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's, yeah, that's actually a good way to put it. Because it, like, watching this, I kept seeing all these actors and makeup and like, just putting off the worst Like, dialogue. they created this, this very interesting world that wasn't interesting at all yeah i was like like when i was watching i was like i was like whose passion project was this i was like oh, does Channing tatum really want to be dressed what? up like this we like, find out at the end of the movie where <laughs> we have a nice little surprise for chris <laughs> oh yeah we'll tell you about this dad man <laughs> this, this probably, made the movie this was probably me. the best part of the movie <laughs> so following the scene they're in the doctor's office aliens come in Channing tatum comes in saves the day in slow motion he's doing like rollerblade kicks <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Skate, skate tricks. Yeah, and, uh, he's skate tricking his way through with his, with his fingerboard. Yeah, his fingerboard. Tag 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 So dumb. They're, they couldn't afford to do real actors, <laughs> so they <laughs> use they use hands. Here we go. <laughs> just here we go, and then he just cuts out close up like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this scene's not too bad. Um, it's not too great either. It just says what it is. Like. They didn't have enough of him fighting, I feel like. I think they do, but when they when he does fight, I feel like it's boring. But it's like him versus a CG like Goomba dragon. Yeah. You should have had true. him like like Eddie Redmayne being like this awesome fighter or whatever. Yeah. And then you know they duke it out at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eddie Redmayne, the whisper whispering man. Oh okay. The whispering eye the, man. The guy AKA <laughs> Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's whispering his way throughout this entire movie. And then screams I, I'm the main bad guy in the movie. <laughs> That's an actual clip from the movie. <laughs> Man, he's got more Oscars than we'll ever have. Know, right? Wait, who is this guy? It's the guy who he won the Oscar this year. For what? Stephen Hawking. For the Stephen Hawking movie. Oh, that was him? Yeah. yeah. No shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he beat Michael on. Beat, and he beat... This, what a surprise for I, this movie. Two surprises. Two surprises. <laughs> I love doing this podcast with you guys because at least one of us is always surprised by something that's real obvious. It is, yeah. You know, or something that's like, you oh, can, there's, you can find oh I'm sorry, because I have, <laughs> no, no, because I've seen the Stephen Hawking movie. I haven't seen it. Either I have I. But I knew it. It's called So Research. did I. <laughs> no, you didn't. We have evidence. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so we have this whole fight scene in the hospital. It's really boring. He saves her. They go skate out on the top of a t- tall building. They use that little device again to go through the window. Through the window, yeah. And then we have this whole, this is the big Chicago fight scene. Building falls down, goes smash. Uh, Tatum fixes it by erasing it. All right, so they get out from the city. I, there's this part where I think it was supposed to be funny, or at least charming, and I wanted to laugh at it, but I just didn't think it was funny. He's bleeding, and she doesn't know what to do, so she takes a maxi pad out of the oh, glove box, remember this and she all. slaps it on the where you get I mean, shot or cut or anything. And I wanted to laugh at it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. But I just, I had no response. I have no emotions during this movie. I, I wanted to make the joke where, like, I thought he was going to be, like, 21 Jump Street, Jane Tam. He's like, what are you, like, 40 years old? Like, with the maxi <laughs> pads? Like, I would much rather if he was, like, kind of funny in this movie. Yeah, like, he just... Serious. Oh, he has no character no, in this movie. It's no, boring no. as hell. Uh, and then we cut. They go to this farmhouse. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. They duke it out for a little bit. They duke it out. 
I'm not entertained. I'm still bored. Then There's they like find a, out uh, beehives all over the yeah. And they find Nick, out Nicholas Cage is like, not the bees, not the That's bees, all, dude. Every time I see a swarm of bees, man, that yeah, Nicholas Cage, yeah, man, it happens. Either that, or when Chris Farley gets out of the car and Tommy Boy, or he's oh, a black yeah. sheep. It's Tommy, Tommy Boy. It's Tommy Boy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the two cops kill our bees. Kill our bees. <laughs> I'm allergic to bees, <laughs> so am I. You want to get out of here? Yeah, you want to get out of here. <laughs> um, so the bees are not stinging Mila Kunis, so they find out she's a queen of the world. She's waving her know. hands around, they're dancing. The yeah. bees are dancing. Yeah, okay, yeah, this, this is, is a concept that doesn't come back at all. Like, no, what, really. what do the bees have to do with anything? They don't, maybe there's they, be like, the bees. They don't explain no, the bees. It's basically showing that she's like, the she inherited Earth and she's like the master. So she's Mother Nature? That's, yeah. I guess so. Or she's like... Whatever the, the fuck. She, she's know. like the boss for Metal Gear Solid 3, uh, the fear, uh, where he's got the bees and all that stuff. I don't know. I've never played the games before. Yeah, that's cool, man. Whatever. I have, but I want to talk about this movie. (laughs) We want to talk about (laughs) that. So they sit there and they're in the house and they're explaining stuff I really don't care about. And then all I talk about is how they need to get back into space. They said that the, uh, sorry. No, you're good. They said that the, uh, I think Sean Bean or the the daughter, they mentioned that the bees are genetically modified to identify royalty. Really? Yeah, they specifically that. state that. Oh, really? Because I wrote it down, and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. That's, that's like another example of like being in the backyard playing pretend, and there's a bee yeah. by you. No, like, yeah. The bee didn't sting you. Like, yeah, I, that's like that's when you want to be like your, the, alpha, the alpha person above all your friends, and be like, look, guys, the bee on my finger. That means I'm the leader of all of you guys. Yeah. Right. So no, from now right. on, take I'm the leader pants. of the gang. <laughs> and then like, and all your buddies are disappointed. Like, yeah, I guess that does I mean, he's right, man. Yeah. Damn, he's yeah. good. I'm allergic, so there's nothing I can do. Yeah. <laughs> I got a peanut allergy. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way I could ever be in charge of Earth. <laughs> Can't even eat peanut butter. It's a genetically altered bee. <laughs> so they spend a, a lot of time at this farmhouse. I did write a note down. It's been a long fucking oh, yeah, time here. It's kind of yeah. like the whole second season of uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, exactly. This- <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> this so- movie is like nothing but exposition and action sequences. I feel like they keep trying to tell us how serious this movie is, and like I never pay attention when they tell me how serious it is. Oh yeah, I'm you know the, what I mean? I'm tuning the fuck out. The There's movie. so much explanation in these in this movie where it's like, oh, this is how Earth was made. Like this is the seriousness of the situation, and it's like I tune it off. Like every I turn it. Oh off. yeah, no, it's well. There's a few saves in this movie, and by in the movie I mean things that Hanto said during the movie, and uh, this is going to be uh, a reenactment of. When I was sitting with Hanto, and I oh, go, I remember this. I go, hey Hanto, I'm like, why are they trying to get off the planet? And in a serious tone, he's like, so they can get the space. And I was like, I was like, yeah, that's pretty obvious, man. That's what getting off the planet does. It's true. But that's it. That's the only good part of this entire movie was that line. And there's two bounty hunters from uh, the alley fight appear and oh, in the corn they killed field. the other bounty hunters or something. Yeah, what was that about? I don't get that. They killed the other bounty hunters. Turns out they're good after all. Because they're other bounty hunters. They're good or are they bad? I think they're on the... Uh, we're spending the, too much time expo- trying yeah. to just... Yeah, but I think yeah. at this point I wrote the note, I'm lost. I think we should basically just talk about all the confusing parts <laughs> of the notes movie. are so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me lost. Um, yeah, I think they're bounty hunters for the uh, the Aegis, that spaceship that they... Sean Bean's like in league with this those other space people. Okay. There's a lot of double crossing <laughs> in this I'm doing movie. like whatever I think the movie Dude, means. This is insane. So my next note on this movie says we're only 50 minutes into this movie. Holy doo-doo bubble. That's insane. 
We were 50 <laughs> minutes at this point. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I feel like we just talked about three movies. Yeah, yeah okay, and so here's something, insane. though. Here's a little, like, trivia thing. Uh, originally, the screenplay was 600 pages long. Yeah, I think I read that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 600 pages. Video so games. That's yeah. what we're Video game scripts are 600 pages because they have to do, like, voiceover for, like, things when they say, die or yeah. they hurt. Or, I was going to say, yeah. I think GTA V script is, like, 600 yeah. pages. Like, well, <laughs> not a fucking two-hour two movie, a two-hour story. <laughs> it's 600 pages of a screenplay condensed into two hours. So that's why these scenes are so like all video they're game quick is. and forgettable. Yeah. That's why the next yeah. segment is so stupid. The 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 part when they get in space and Mila Kunis gets kidnapped and all that. Yeah, stuff. it's like the yeah. alley the alley level, the hospital level. Yeah, level, yeah, the farm yes. level. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Like, the ship level or whatever. You know, yeah. it's all just it's, like. Well, that kind of makes me like the movie a little bit now. No, what? Just nope. a little bit. <laughs> nope. <laughs> if I had a Miguel Freire meter, okay, I would give it like a slightly upset. Like so, a nice okay, game. yeah. So like a one percent. Like he's a little agitated, a little especially agitated. after breakfast. Yeah, like okay. maybe like it wasn't a good breakfast. Yeah, they're telling him to go fix the shit. Yeah, but he wanted to eat his bowl of cereal. You got it, man. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. We're adding the Miguel Ferrer meter into this episode. Yeah, but it's like a one-time thing. Yeah, I said so. no, we do it in every episode, but why in this one? Yeah, why? we did do it for Congo. Oh, okay. Well, this is the last time then. No, we can do it. Because no, I said no, so. We're gonna, no, this is a t-shirt idea that we're going to start. We're going to call Miguel Ferrer. I would make that idea. It's going to be his head. He's gonna, it's going to be his head blowing up. It's yeah. going to be a thermometer, you can get, right? Like, you, can get, <laughs> at the top. you can get different uh, different shirts that have like different levels of the Miguel Ferrer. Yeah, and at the top one, it's his head getting all big <laughs> from the movie. Like, <laughs> it's just like an enlarged. Deep, deep it's, like, it's like Big Trouble Little China, but it's Miguel Ferrer. Blowing steam out of his nose and ears. We go for our I have to make the shirt now. Yes. <laughs> Throwback to Deep Star Six, by the way. So I'm gonna sum up the next like 25 minutes in like a sentence real quick. This girl explains the Fountain of Youth and how Mila Kunis has royalty, and they make a joke. And Mila Kunis says, "My bowels are anything but royal," which is a really weird line. Yeah. She's trash. So is it because she cleans toilets? I just didn't get the. I didn't I get why. Like, so she's familiar she with that. The, in yeah. the script, it was supposed to be she, bowls. She, she, she pronounced it as bows. She was supposed to say, "My bowls are far from." She's like bows. Like, all right, whatever. It's good. Just keep keep it in. It's adorable. Leave it's it adorable. In. Keep it in. Yeah, Channing Tatum says something to her, and she goes, "My bows are anything but royal." Oh, really? Don't, he I don't, said because he said to take a pill because he said when you get in the space, your bowels get messed up. Oh, okay. And he's like, "Oh, my bowels are anything but royalty." My my but royalty. But royalty. Oh, okay. But oh, royalty. Okay. Um, but royalty. All right, because then she's like, yeah, yeah. speaking words, I got to take a shit. Like, where do I... I've been taking a shit this whole movie. Where can I take a shit? Where can I unload? <laughs> where can I unload? In that, in that, my, my poop. Unload some cargo. <laughs> spaceship. So she meets, uh, what is it, Jupiter meets with the girl, and she shows her the statue. Yeah, and we got this whole history. she's telling her about the whole human harvesting or whatever on yeah. Earth. And then Jupiter tries or asks her if there's some sort of vampire race. Mm-hmm. And this is the second time that the Wachowskis have tried to introduce this concept of adding movie monsters to their like whole lore. It worked the first time though. It didn't. Only yeah, with man. the ghost, but if you ever played the the video game, there's like straight up werewolves and shit. In oh the really? Matrix. Yeah. Is there really? Yeah. There's werewolves in the movie. No, there there's vampires yeah. in the Are movie. They? I thought yeah, there's, there's no werewolves. werewolves. There's vampires. Like all the guys because yeah, they shot the vampires at the beginning with the silver. Or... All the guys in the 
was it the Merovigian or whatever? Yeah, when they all meet up. Those are all supposed to be monsters? Yeah, because they, they shoot the vampire. No, no, they shoot... Because oh. I remember in oh, Reloaded, yeah, they yeah, shoot the vampire yeah, yeah. with yeah. the silver bullet. Yeah. 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 No, in Revolutions, they show up at that nightclub. Yeah. And that's this, that's the third one. No, is it Monica Bellucci, the wife? She ends up shooting because they have him like, captive or something. Some st- I just, she it's him. been so long. Yeah, so are we talking about Teen Wolf? Yeah, we're talking about Teen Wolf. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I am an too. animal. Oh. <laughs> Was that Styles? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's another dumb concept of this movie. Well, then, okay, our, our next big scene that goes on for like three minutes, and it's supposed to be funny, is that oh, Mila Kunis yeah. is trying to get a title. So space she, citizenship? Yeah, space citizenship. <laughs> And this it, is actually the only part of the movie I thought was really interesting. I didn't mind it. They I needed was, to have more of it. This was something different that I was like, <laughs> okay, it's kind of cool because like usually sp- like sci-fi movies like this in space are trying to rip off Star Wars all the time, yeah. and they look like basically the rest of this movie. <clears throat> and this chunk uh, was really interesting because it was like, okay, it's like the legality stuff of everything. You mean but then, you, you don't like tra- wait? So you like like trade right? You, you know, like trade tariffs and all that stuff, like Phantom Menace. Is that what you want? Like no. stuff where they, cause that's I never saw fan- Phantom Menace. Really? I neither. No, I did. I just, I, didn't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I just don't like, I that's all like Phantom Menace is about, is about breaking trade agreements and is tariffs it? and stuff. Yeah, go rewatch it. It's okay, horrible. so, but here's a note about this sequence, though, that a lot of it was based off of Brazil, and apparently Terry Gilliam is in one of the... In, oh, really? Yeah, he's one of the characters. I say this movie had, like, I can see that. Uh, it's got, yeah. Yeah, it's got this, that Brazil This whole scene Brazil feel. totally felt like Men in Black, like the... Yeah. Like the yeah. space customs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's a good scene. It just doesn't fit the rest of the movie. No, it doesn't. But I, I, it's probably the best scene in the movie. Was it the robot is taking them to each place? But AI robot. Yeah, and it's like getting more and more agitated. Haley yeah. Joel Osment's <laughs> taking him around. <laughs> so then we get we find out Sean Bean's a traitor. Shocker, blah blah. Yeah. Blah, yada yada. Um, then he's we not this... even like a good traitor. Like I mean, like no. he ends up being good. Yeah, which like, it's weird. I, I don't know. understand why he's because yeah. it was his daughter. He said he had problems with his, he he owed money and his daughter was in danger or something stupid. Because remember, Channing Tatum comes back and asks him the prison cell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I but I don't. I still don't. I, I don't if, know. Yes, it's stupid because You're they're like, like, but you remembered it all. But he's immediately his because friend again. Like, hey, you want to help me out? Like, yes. I remember stuff. I like how he remembers all the parts that we don't remember. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> okay, why, that's why like, my nickname he, back... My, pieces why, of a puzzle. <laughs> that's why my nickname back in high school was Fill in the Gaps. <laughs> okay, I watch this movie only... <laughs> hey, Jake, what did, what did the teacher say yesterday? Well, why you guys aren't paying attention? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Every time someone talked to Jake, he would pay attention, so that guy wouldn't screw I got you. I got you. I got you. Go ahead and talk. I'm listening. I'm not. But uh, Bean's a traitor. You know, big shocker. Then we have this dinner. We find out about the whole breeding and everything. Uh, Mila Kunis is crying because she's finding about all these dead people, and then goes, ooh, when she gets a diamond ring from this guy. And this okay, is... I watched this movie two hours ago, and I forget how you, you movie... watched it today. Yeah, oh, wow. but I I literally forget <laughs> how like the setup of uh, parts happen because is this at the moment when he, he like at what point does Channing Tatum gets uh, taken prisoner? What's his name? I was thinking about was right, that before right this moment? I don't know, man. It all because doesn't he? Leave? Oh yeah, it is because they uh, when they when Chamin uh, betrays them, he, they take Kane and then deliver. Okay. Uh, Jupiter to the the, other, yeah. the prince okay. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then, and he, then he tells he, the prince tells what he's gonna do, and he tells then that's a fib. What, yes, 
he tells the fib in order and then to he, get Earth, and then he sends. Uh, he launches yeah, Channing Tatum out in space. space. Yeah. Okay, and so, then he goes back to the ship where they have Sean and being he, captured, and like, hey, you're not gonna fuck me over anymore. And he's like, no. So let's go save Mila Kunis. And they they throw well, they throw him to jail, don't they? And then they left him with his space blades for some reason. In jail? Yeah, yeah he has them for sure. Yeah, he still has them, but he but does. still, you're oh, right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because it's stupid. Because he was because right before he gets jettisoned, he he hits the. Um, yeah, he uses space blades to get the, sp- the space whatever suit. space suit. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of fill in the gap moments in this movie where it's like, okay, we're gonna solve this situation this way. Like when he's yeah. like floating off in the space, which is another like video game level. Yeah, get the where thing before the timer runs out, space. you know. But it was like he was floating. I was like, man, how's he gonna get out of this? And then it's like, oh, there's this whole like bodysuit thing that just makes it. Out of, of course, you know it's another I, another make like make believe like yeah. It was just like oh okay. I found, I, I found this coin. It gives me a spacesuit. You know? Yeah, like, I hate lazy filmmaking because instead of giving him a spacesuit, they just CGI'd the fuck out of his body. Yeah, because it's a skin tight suit and this little tiny helmet that's like a hit, space blob. Yeah, exactly. It's like. I don't know. That didn't bother me. That's the that's, that's the least. Yeah. yeah, out of everything in this movie, that, that's all right. It's that just, uh, pissed me off oh, that's more a, than anything. Really? I think just the whole. Oh, okay, they're being serious. Uh, okay, so to get back on topic, uh, they they uh, they take Mila Kunis's mom, mm-hmm. and she decides that she'll get married to the bad guy. Chantan goes to save her. Um, okay, this was an unnecessary action sequence. Like them flying towards the planet to the, break the, up the wedding. It's kind of oh, cool. the two like Gundam suits or whatever. Yeah, and they were like, and everything was like uh, blowing up, and then they get game. down there, and she's just like, "All right, I guess I go with him." He's like, "All right, cool." And then the scene yeah, ends. I, I it was real like, weird. Yeah, it just, just, like, oh no, I can do it because I'm in the costume. <laughs> do you want me to kill him? And she's like, "I just want to go home." And then it cuts, <laughs> and she's just in, and she's just sitting there, and I was like, "Really? Like that was the ending? It yeah. felt like it was the end of a Star Trek episode where like." They're like, oh yeah, she almost got married, but we didn't. Now it's yeah, the end of the I feel like maybe a phone call to break up the wedding could have been a lot easier than like going through all those spaceships and like hey, blowing up ring, the ring. I object. Yeah, just being like, hey, don't. The wedding's off. Is that a pigeon carrier? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that a space, space, space pigeon? Space pigeon carrier. <laughs> they got. I mean, like everyone's got a pair of splades on, but nobody has some think, some thought, distance thought, communication device. Chan- Tatum's the only one that has splades. Okay, never mind. But okay, splades exist, but nobody has yeah. like some sort of phone technology. But yeah. hey, don't go through the wedding. Well, they they leave, and then they decide, no, we're not gonna leave. We're gonna go fight. And then we had a twenty minute fight scene. Sean Bean ends up being good. Yeah, bring Sean Bean out. They fight. And they we, fight like the robots that are like basically the things from the Matrix. Yeah, they look like the little tentacle robots, or yeah. whatever. Well, and the whole thing about this last twenty minutes of this movie is it looks good. Everything looks pretty good. That's why this I keep is writing it, down my notes. Remember how I was complaining about the special effects? Yeah. This is where it finally like actually looked pretty good. It looks really good, but it's just I, I don't think there's but enough yeah, You can't substance. rely on special effects no, for, did, to tell your story. No. You know? I did like that shot where they, they had to go through the, the cloud, or like that planet. That the was, fart uh, cloud? Yeah, the fart cloud. Yeah. <laughs> I did love that shot when it gets out of the uh, fog. It's got it's like that dramatic like angled shot where you just yeah. see it come straight out. Yeah. I thought it looked good, but yeah, movie yeah. still shit. No. Yeah, you can't rely on special effects to tell no. a story. That's Does anybody just... have anything else to add to this fight scene? Uh, no. There's that line where they show Eddie Redmayne again. He's whispering, "I create life. I destroy it." <laughs> That's what I mean, man. He yells like he's a whisperer and a yeller. My mother told me what was necessary to rule. In this universe. 
by killing people? I create life! And I destroy it. I think the only reason this character whispers is just so they can make those <laughs> lines more dramatic. It's goofy shit. That's what it is. Well, we have this big fight scene. It ends. Mila Kunis is back at home cleaning toilets again. Her family surprises them with a telescope. She's all giddy about it. Um, CT. I put CT in my notes. Channing Tatum. Gets oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a like, like an time. ET like ET. CT. I had no idea what I, when I said CT just now. I was like, CT doesn't. California time. <laughs> California time. No, it's Chris talks. Chris that's how I. <laughs> that's how I know when it's my turn to talk. I see CT. CT. Okay. Channing Tatum gets his wings. He doesn't need the skates no more. And the first thing I started typing was, "Oh man, what happened to his skates? Mila Kunis got his skates." They fly around the city. She, they fly into the screen. Matt, the end. Matt's favorite shot. Oh, I hate okay. Oh, okay. My big pet peeve is about the last shot in the movie, and it's usually in superhero movies, and Matrix was the, kind of the first one to do this. Yeah. Where a character flies at the but camera, Matrix was, and then it cuts, and then, like... Matrix but, was cool, But though. the Matrix, yeah, was, Matrix cool was cool as shit. Because, no, that was cool, because, like, that was, like, a cool, like, um, like oh, revelation shit. kind of thing. Yeah, you see him, like, kill Agent Smith very easily. And yeah. you're like, and then you're like, when you see him fly, you're like, oh shit! Like, there's more to like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. The first one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He flies, he's he's on the we... phone about waking everybody up. Yeah, and they're playing Rage Against the Machine, yeah. and then he flies up the screen. And you're like, oh shit, he can fly. Uh, but they do this a lot in superhero movies. Because, I'm saying Matrix was did it well the first time. Yeah, but, but it's like the whole, then, like, it's the whole, always... it's the whole diving through the city. Yeah, like Spider Man. Yeah, they always you know. do it, and so stupid. And it's like, you know what? Why are you in Chicago? All these people are looking around, like, "Hey, did you see a guy with wings? Yeah, and that girl with splades, and they were just flying around the city just now." Like, oh no, I'm just thinking about my my best friends that died in the building from that battle earlier. I always, <laughs> I always love a good counterexample. Like, uh, I love in like the Dark Knight when they end with him on the uh, see, that's, yeah, that's going cool. away from the camera. Yeah. Like, that's cool yeah. because yeah, it's yeah. like it's different. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't this movie supposed to be in 3D? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I think that's why they did that then. And then they cut to black. And my and favorite, my favorite part of the movie, the biggest revelation of this entire movie, did not know this Wachowski brothers, directed by Wachowskis and Chris like, Wachowskis. Yeah, really that blew my mind. I was, I was like giddy about it. I had no idea. This Chris was had them. no idea this is directed by the Wachowskis. How did you not know that? I don't know. For some reason, I just. Did not know. I don't know how I did. Well, it. like Chris was talking, he's like, "Hey, do you want to watch? Um, you want to watch uh, Jupiter Ascending for the podcast?" And I was like, "Why don't you do Cloud Atlas? That's a better one." And he's like, "No, nah, we're gonna do Jupiter Ascending." I thought he was and, just saying Cloud Atlas just because it was a movie. Yeah. I thought he was just like, and I, I literally said, "I was like, it's a better Wachowski. I think that's gonna be a better Wachowski." And Chris is like, "Although Chris, uh, Cloud Atlas isn't directed by Wachowski. Yeah. It is, but it we'll is, get we'll it, get into that in the second. We'll get that in the second no, part like, of the podcast. We're on IMDb, it's really? directed, yeah." And who do you think it was directed by? It, it, there's a third director. It was Bob Saget. Oh, okay. Bob Saget directed. There's a third Cloud director, Atlas. but yeah, Wachowski's directed Cloud Atlas, and that's they, well, they 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 were in a partnership with Bob Saget. All three of them directed mm-hmm. it. Bob Saget directed mm-hmm. Cloud, Atlas? Cloud Atlas. Yeah, he did a lot of segments for it. Huh, Matt, no don't say anything more. <laughs> You're believing it for half a oh, second. Oh man, Matt, for a Matt, second Matt, there. Matt, Matt, sweetheart, get off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, sweetheart. All right, let's go around the room. We'll do our one sentence summaries. Matt, start with uh, you, bud. Really boring movie. That's it. Agreed. That's probably the best one that we're going to have because that's exactly what it is. Honto. I'm going to descri- describe this movie as what one of my friends said. Jupiter ascending, more like Jupiter descending. 
Matt's still got the better, uh, better <laughs> sense of summary. No, I, I got, I got yeah, mine. I got mine. Uh, that what was yours. What was yours? No, I was hoping that was like you stole his. Oh, he thought, he thought you stole mine. Oh, I, just yeah, it was a, I just said it was a boring movie. Oh yeah, Jake, what do you got? Uh, great performances all around. Two out of ten. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> and then um, I put Jupiter Ascending. More like just stop pretending. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good movie. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in the second part of the podcast. All right, welcome to the second part of the podcast where we do our genre breakdown. Um, As we stated in the first part, this week's genre is blockbuster duds. Got a few questions, get the conversations going. Uh, first question, what qualifies as a blockbuster dud? Is it the amount of money that it takes in? Is it you know does it, that it makes a profit, or is it that it gets bad reviews? I mean, is it still a success if it makes a lot of money, but it's panned by critics? What qualifies as a a, B, um, a BD, if you will? I feel like R- it's... R-I-B-D. R-I-B-D. If it doesn't get a sequel. Well, maybe that's not the intention. Because blockbusters are just supposed to be... They're just supposed to get people in the seats. That's why, you know, it's like Avengers is a blockbuster movie. Jurassic World is a blockbuster movie. If it doesn't spawn a sequel, then I would say it was a dud. Like John Carter. John Carter is supposed to be more stories, but because it was a dud, it didn't spawn with so Okay, that's actually I, pretty legit. I so actually, I would say yeah. if it doesn't spawn a sequel, I'd consider it a dud. I'm looking okay. at a list, and Evan Almighty is a, is a big budget flub. Yeah, that's actually that's a good point. And that was a sequel. Well, I'm looking at more as like the the amount of money that's put into it, and if it doesn't um, at least make half that, it's got to make like, I feel like then it's it's um, got to make at least double. I feel like of what the budget was because this movie right here was uh, uh, 171 million dollars to make, and in, and worldwide it only made 181 million. So it made it's, it's 10 a, million. It made its money back. And like it's it's back, but, it's still, but it's still a failure because they aren't covering the cost of, you know, nobody's getting a huge payout in the end. No, no one's making anything off the back end, yeah. basically. Well, basically. You, you got rentals and stuff like that. That stuff starts It's not going to generate nearly as enough as a movie ticket. No, I agree, but, I mean, DVD sales, I mean, DVDs cost about, like, 17 Nobody's bucks. buying this movie on DVD. I'm sure people did. I'm sure this thing sold 100,000 copies the first month it was out. Really? How long oh, I guarantee you. How long did you guys rent this for? I, was about to, I, was actually about to I rented it for four days, so it got four of my dollars. <laughs> so technically, you bought it for four days, and then, like, nope, I don't want this anymore. And I, I rented like, it for half a day, so it got 50 cents of my money. <laughs> that, that, that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> go Matt. Go um, Matt. <laughs> So since this movie was ten bucks up, made ten dollars. It made ten dollars. Made ten dollars more that one. Right, no, I mean it made <laughs> ten million up. Well, they wanted the Wachowskis went to go see it. <laughs> it does this, Is this considered a box box office dud? Oh yeah, yeah, for I sure. Think so. Now, how are the reviews on this as well? Very, uh, very bad. Twenty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, and they premiered at the Cannes Film Festival, and it got a standing boovation. That's oh, a shame. man. Everyone was fucking booing it and leaving the theaters. You know, I, I when we do this podcast, whenever we make fun of things, we do it in fun, you know. This is a serious topic today. No, this is... No, I mean, we it's make fun of... bullying. bullying. <laughs> well, no, it is to a degree. Like, if you sit there and we, we make fun of movies, but we just do it for, like, the good humor and everything. But 
could you imagine like being someone standing up there and everybody's like booing something that you took a lot of pride in and you made like that's oh yeah that's, that's upsetting i would somebody, never do somebody that somebody gave you 174 million dollars to go make an epic movie yeah and it was the exact opposite of an epic well they still put everything yeah. they had into it you know they still believed in it probably and then just for an audience stamp i would never boo I would never boo a movie. Yeah. That's I think that's uh, kind of mean. It, I mean, I, I feel like this movie wasn't really original. I, I I think they ripped off a lot of other movies. I I would boo it because it just I felt, boo it, it felt didn't lazy. Upset me. But I feel like it's like it was like, lazy, It's not though. offensive. It doesn't offend me. Yeah, so I, wouldn't I wouldn't boo it. it. Yeah, like I don't. They hate, literally. But I, so the problem is that since they've made the Matrix, they've honestly only made one and a half good movie, and that other half is the good half. Well, that's what I got. That's what I got. That's what I got for a second part of the question. No, no, you're, so you're we'll jump into that. No, no, I'll I'll come back. But my point being is is that. With like Cloud Atlas, like that's a worthy story. That's something to be told. But this was just a lazy story. I've seen this story a million yeah, times. Just I've cheap. seen these creatures. They're mm-hmm. they're. I've seen these creatures before. It was nothing new. It was a waste of money. It was an overpriced ticket that people went and paid money to. Or that, and that's exactly why I didn't go see it in theaters. It was just was, I would have well, booed it. It's cheap, right, well, cheap storytelling yes. for you know. Well, let me ask you this: for, like something like yeah, for instance, Waterworld. Sense. Like that's a Waterworld, yeah, is probably the one that started this big off. Well, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback right on that. My second question was, yeah. what movies fall into this category? Okay, as blockbuster. So Waterworld. We'll start Waterworld. Waterworld's like the biggest one of all time. All right, yeah. Waterworld's the biggest one, but what I'm saying is like it's a it's actually kind of a unique movie. Yeah, like, there's no other movie like it. It's Mad Max in the ocean. Yeah, but like it's, but it's on a bigger scale. It's on obviously. a bigger scale, and it's and it's not it. like it's not like this where this is basically Star Wars. Yeah, you know, I, I won't. How close it, we get this, to Star Wars before this it's not was Star a Wars. stupid movie. Yeah, it was meant to get some quick ticket sales, and it did. I mean, it's I don't. See, I don't. You don't know that. I don't think it was necessarily for quick ticket sales. They Look did throw a lot of money at it, though. Look at all the eighty-one million dollars, yeah. and if you're not banking on ticket sales for yeah. that kind of movie you know well, what I, mean? I don't I think, think the wachowskis just throw out anything i think they put work in the shit oh, i yeah. don't think yeah. yeah i don't think they're like oh let's make some money let's put out this movie it's something yeah. that i i don't know a lot of like a lot of the i guess the growing trend i see in all these like big budget flops whatever is it like they try to create this whole like universe or lore to the movies where it's like, oh, people are gonna like this, yeah. yeah. And then it's just like, no, not just at make all. the make the movie first, yeah. and then create the lore after. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Like make the lore almost like ambiguous, yeah. And then when you get that, like, make an awesome story, then you go into the whole like yeah. lore or whatever. Totally. Yeah. And I think I'm sorry. I was gonna say, don't waste like your entire first movie as like try to be too ambitious. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, I think a lot of blockbusters that you know, like we we're saying, that trying to produce sequels have a lot of lore in them. And that way they can make more sequels. And they're like, oh, but this has so much history and so much. I mean, so, yeah. okay, so Waterworld was kind of that way. What are some other big blockbuster duds that try to create this whole John universe? Carter. John Carter, which I never saw. I, John I, John I actually I really liked John I Carter. I watched parts of it, and it was, like, something that wasn't really interesting. But granted, it is based off of, like, old books, yeah. you know? It inspired so, Star Wars. Yeah, like, yeah. How old are these books? Like oh, nine, super old. early night, yeah. or is it like mid mid eighteen? It was like it was. Uh, I think maybe late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. That's what it yeah. was applauded because like the world that they created uh, had a lot of science fiction for its time. Okay, and now like, you know like H. G. Wells, I guess was like maybe the next mm. person to do something like that. Okay, I didn't know that this. Did. I, I yeah. thought they were old, but I didn't think they were. That oh old. yeah, they're old. Super That's pretty old. impressive. Yeah. Kind of want to check it out now. Yeah. Well, what, are, what are some other movies? I mean, um, we talked about Lone Ranger yeah. on this podcast. Well, I watched, yeah, I watched Lone Ranger for research on this podcast, and that movie was just boring. Was as it hell. bad? Oh, yeah. 
the only exciting part I would say about that movie is the last like train sequence, like okay. the very end set. You know, they're playing like the Lone Ranger theme song and everything. Oh, that's kind of cool. And it's kind of cool because yeah. it's like you know, Lone Ranger rides, you know, and it's like saving the day basically. Yeah, but that movie it's just all about Tonto, and he's the sidekick. You know, I, I remember from the trailers thinking that it was about. Well, Tonto. it's because Johnny Depp. They yeah. got this huge actor to, yeah, to play a sidekick. To, yeah, play a sidekick, yeah, yeah. but he's the bigger star. Mm-hmm. And he definitely made more money than Arnie yeah. Hammer in that movie. Was that the same way? I'm going off topic. Was Green Hornet that way, the show? Was Bruce Lee big? Bruce Lee was big at that time, right? No. Bruce Lee wasn't big at the time of Green Hornet. No. That's what jump-started jump his career into the okay. yeah, yeah, that's, that's when he started getting in the American market, and that's when yeah. he got real big. Okay, that makes sense. They okay. just like hired a guy that knew karate, and they're like, oh, man, this guy's awesome. We yeah, need to like, have him star in some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I know it was off topic. But, um, uh, that's uh, another, but yeah, that's another example is Green Hornet, okay. the movie. That wasn't a blockbuster bust. It wasn't a blockbuster? No. Really? It was. I guess maybe it was the 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 hype was. It's there. more of a comedy. Yeah, it was a big yeah. budget movie. I feel like it was, but and it maybe... wasn't, and it, it didn't do very well. I liked it, but it didn't do very well. No, I don't know. Like, okay, you're talking about like, um, mo- like big budget movies with lore behind it. Okay, Starship Troopers might be one of these. I thought where there's yeah. a lot of lore. Like they're, yeah. they they kind of like they don't um go too into depth in it but there's a huge story mm-hmm. in starship troopers that they keep hinting at with yeah. like this but yeah but i think that bugs and, they sum it up but, by the end well, yeah but you know what i mean like there's a bigger be... world there that yeah. like they're presenting and yeah. like, i feel like it kind of could go into these but, box off i mean it only made 20 million extra <laughs> from vhs sales and it was like 100 but, million to make and it made 20 million more but that movie was like kind of self-aware that it was like a bad movie yeah it's campy yeah shit. yeah no, yeah yeah which but was like, like that's a like a good way to do if you're gonna do like a big budget movie which it was mm-hmm. for the time you gotta be like self-aware at least you right. know that your story is super fucking campy no and and the thing is in I mean, not all blockbusters had these big lures behind them and stuff like that. Yeah, it's I mean, just, yeah. It's something, um, I, something I noticed. No, no, no. Well, one thing that always pops in my head as far as like what I consider a blockbuster or whatever is that Superman Returns with yeah. Brandon Routh. Mm-hmm. And I always remember it, and I'm not going to get these figures right, so nobody quote me on this, but I think it cost like $200 million to make, and it made exactly $200 million at the box yeah. office. Like, man, you put $200 million into a movie, and I think at the time it was like one of the most expensive movies. Yeah, it was definitely, yeah. And you put all this money and effort to it just to break even. Like, and it's not yeah. even, that's yeah. a disappointing movie. I still I stand by it as being a good movie. It's not bad. It's just it's not a, it's not that it's not that bad of a movie. It's not. Terrible. I think it's for sure way better than that fucking Man of Steel. I love Man of Steel. I thought it was great. I did not like Man, Man of Steel. Steel. I think it's horrible. a piece of trash. Yeah. I liked it. You know what my favorite? Would block? you boo it? I would give it a standing boo evasion. Although I was, <laughs> who would do although, that? Who although, would boo although at the time I was asleep, <laughs> I fell asleep several times during that movie. In so then you haven't really. You don't know the full thing. I, I kind of just I, walked I away. It, yeah. I walked away kind of feeling nothing with that movie. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. I it's like, too right. you it's to be a too, better person. It's too no. dark for Superman. It is dark. I'll give you that character. Yeah. yeah. Now, would you consider? Now that movie wasn't. I don't think. Okay, just say for example. I don't know if there's any of this is true. But say, I mean, that movie made quite a few dollars, and say if it was reviewed very badly, would that be considered a blockbuster dud? No. No, I guess uh, you have to have a lot of... You to... Is it just a money issue? It's I mean, a money yeah, issue. Yeah, it's, it's what it comes down to. It's supposed to be like eye candy, in a sense. It's supposed to grab you. It's just it's it's to get people in the seats, mm-hmm. to buy popcorn, to bring mm-hmm. their kids, and yep. have a fun time. Yeah. What That's... is this? Like defining blockbusters. Oh, oh well, I, thought you meant man, I thought we were still the on topic Man of Steel. Of today's podcast? 
I thought you were talking about Man of Steel, like, no. okay. or a specific other movie. No, no, right. he was, Chris, Chris had a question, and we were asking. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we talking about? Uh, topic today's podcast. <laughs> um, does anybody else have any more memorable blockbusters? Triple um, X, State of the Union. Is that a big blockbuster? I, 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 that's been what I, was, that I wasn't paying attention. I know, attention. I saw you looking, and I've been on this joke for five minutes. But I wasn't the paying Union. attention to that because I was trying to read about. You know what the sad? State of the you know what the sad part is? Is I paid money to see that movie. Did you really? The first, hey, the first one's great, man, and the second one sucked. Well, that, and that's the thing. Yeah, the, the first one's a huge blockbuster, made a lot of money, and then Vin Diesel chose what the pacifier or the pacifier no, to he, do. No, I think Vin Diesel chose. Um, it's Chronicles, isn't it? No, I think I think it was one of the Riddicks. Chronicles or uh, yeah, Chronicles Riddick, the second one was a box office failure. Yeah, yeah he chose was, that yeah. because he had the choice between Triple X sequel and Fast and Furious sequel, that's and right, that's why yeah. he didn't do the second Fast. But that's but, like almost doing, uh, yeah. I guess that goes against of what I was saying. How you spend the first movie kind of setting up your universe in Pitch Black, you know. Well, that's and that's what like the Wachowski did with the Matrix. The Matrix yeah, is they so ex- expanded, and they didn't need to do it. Yeah, exactly. It was so like specific. It was so small, and then they only talked a little bit. And, like, that's cool. I'd like to know more, yeah. but I don't have to. know. No, you don't need to. But then, as soon as the second one happened, it's like you're Jesus. You could still watch the first one, and be like, that is a solid movie, and yeah. that, there's nothing that comes after that. Exactly, exactly. But as soon as you get to the second one, you're just sitting there, and you're like, Neo, yeah, one, what? Yeah, like it's just I. I was gonna try to come up with something funny but yeah i couldn't either <laughs> neo more like something neo more like matt's dead frog oh, oh i my frog's name was neo oh side note sorry oh man you're bringing he's down the dead. podcast he's dead he's bringing tissue. down the podcast does anybody have a guilty pleasure or like just because a movie wasn't big at the box off doesn't mean it wasn't good does anybody have a favorite that was a dud i'll say this once and i'll say it again i love the adventures of pluto nash Really? No. That's oh. a joke. <laughs> I thought it was legit. I was like, I got to see this That was my movie. recommend what? for uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3. That was my recommend as a joke. Man, you do love that movie. <laughs> Jake, you got you got John Carter, right? John, I, I'm not going to lie. One of our friends asked me to go see this movie. And I was like, any movie except for this one. But I'm like, all right, let's go see it. So I had the lowest expectations. You know, I bought my popcorn, my drink, and I'm like, this movie's going to suck. And I watched it all the way to the end. I was like... You know what? That was a pretty good movie. And, like, my buddy, he was like, that movie sucked. I'm sorry I brought you to this. And I was like, no, it was a good movie. I really, it's just, I think with these blockbusters, if you start hearing the negative viewpoints on it, if you just go in with the lowest expectation, which I kind of enjoyed Jupiter Sunday because I like making jokes with it. Mm-hmm. But if you just go with the lowest expectations, I think you end up having more fun because that's what originally a blockbuster is supposed to be about. It's about having fun. I mean, it's all movies are supposed to be about. For, I mean, movies are just supposed to Atonement. entertain. No, I'm not saying no. They're supposed to be fun. (laughs) They're supposed to entertain. No, tell me, is atonement supposed to be fun? That's what I heard. (laughs) Word on the street is supposed to be a fun movie. It's one you uh, take your kids to. Yeah. Showgirls. Is showgirls supposed to be fun? No, like, ultimately, like, no, movies are supposed to be entertaining, and everybody gets so snobby about shit like this. And it's like, if the movie entertains and it did its job, if you were entertained by John Carter, then it did its job. Yeah. That's yeah, what it's supposed to but do. But I think, though, with the point with movies that have any form of entertainment, music you can practically get for free. You can try it out before you buy it, right? But with yeah. movies, it's the only thing that you spend 10 bucks on. Like, with even with the library, you can go to the library and rent a book out when it's new and, like, read it before you can buy it, right? 
But movies are the only one that if it's brand new, you have to go to the theater to see it, unless you illegally download it, and you have to spend $10, 10 plus dollars to go sit in a theater, and if it sucks, you feel so betrayed by it. Because it's the only kind of form of entertainment that you really do pay out money for the first time of ever, like, viewing yeah. it or yeah. seeing it. Well, that's my thing, like, and I know you're like this, especially, and I kind of get it, you making that point, but a lot of people pay attention to reviews because they're like, I don't want to waste. Yeah. You know, if I go with a buddy, you know, together we're going to spend, like, you know, 40 bucks at this movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's insane. Maybe, so my question is, that... then, is this, though, would... Uh, it helped movies out if they were cheaper. Like, if the ticket sales went back down to five bucks, would right. it help it out in overall? Because I would go to the movies all the time. If there was five bucks, oh, I, would too. I would, like, go see movies multiple times because that would be... No, maybe there's, like, a correlation between uh, trailers giving away so much movies and uh, people not going to see movies. That's because... Oh, oh no, you go ahead. Because what I was going to say was is that, like, maybe they give away a lot more in the trailers, so it kind of gives reassurance to the, the viewer, like, hey, you'll probably enjoy this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the equivalent of, like, test driving the yeah. movie. But, like, it shouldn't be that way. Trailer, it shouldn't. Like, I remember, like, I always use this this example, the Matrix trailer. It gave away nothing, and it, like, got people to go see that fucking movie. But could you imagine if, like, the trailer for the Matrix was like this for Jupiter Ascending? And you're like, yes, the Wachowskis are back. Yeah. And you go and see it. Like, like Ju- fuck Ju- this, Jupiter yeah. Ascending was the one that got yeah. them on the map. Uh. But the Matrix like, the one that was dog shit. Well, no, like, I'm, like, trying to say, like, what if you didn't, or, because from the trailer, you knew you didn't want to go see this movie. There were, like, I will admit that I saw the trailer, and there were some interesting parts. But for the most part, you're like, I could wait till Redbox. Yeah, well, that was after I heard that it got Redbox. a... Redbox. Red, red, I said Red. Uh, Redbox. It's not like you said Go to the box. local Rentbox. Rentbox. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> um... Um... No, it wasn't until I heard, like, the... The how it got critically panned at Cannes yeah. Film Festival, where I was like, "Oh man, like this, yeah. I, I like kind of want to see this now." And then after over like over the last several months or whatever, just hearing how negative the reviews were, yeah, it just like kept lowering my expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And like actually finally seeing it for this podcast, it was just like a fucking chore. Okay. No, it was yeah, yeah. a chore and a half to watch this movie. It so, was is this was this be your recommendation? For yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, Matt, what do you got uh, for guilty pleasure movie? I I'm gonna get chewed out for this one. Go for it. The Wolfman. Uh, no, I, oh. I hated the Wolfman. Oh, okay. I was real pissed about the Wolfman. Thirteenth uh, Warrior. That's not bad. It's not a bad movie. Yeah. It's. I know it's like one of the biggest bombs. It's like the number one biggest bomb ever. Is it really? That's what I Wikipedia is saying. Hold on. I thought forty seven Ronin was because I thought that was number one on the Wikipedia. That's what it looks like. Rank number one. And there's a list right here. It says biggest box office bombs adjusted for inflation. And oh, like money according to today, I guess. Yeah. So it beats forty seven Ronin, which comes in second. Damn. But like, I think Thirteenth Warrior isn't that bad. Of it's movie. not. It's, it's an interesting watch. Yeah. It's not boring. It's I I don't know I love the whole concept of that movie like it's interesting enough it doesn't go in with like you really like the expanded lore or whatever no I just like the whole concept it's like kind of like a dirty dozen type deal yeah yeah it's I like mean the the worst people I mean like they're Norse and they're obviously shitheads yeah because all you know but it's cool because like and Tony Banderas is Arabian and it's like and he it's, like gathers the, the mixture of him in there he and learns then, like, how to speak their language by just listening oh yeah, that was stupid <laughs> that, don't get me wrong there's stupid they, parts they do they do the same thing with Jupiter or uh where it's like the language slowly translates into English into English yeah yeah 
I didn't. I forgot. Wasn't about he that. like a logistics like person in thirteen? Oh, talking? maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't okay. know. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I thought that movie's not. It's, it. I, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll watch it again. They're making fun of him with that sword, and he ends up like kicking some ass with yeah, it. Yeah, sword's badass. <laughs> There's some cool fights in that movie. Was he a scimitar or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> was that a Michael Crichton book? Yeah, I yeah, think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I have two that I'm gonna pick from. One is Monkey Bone. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, really? Monkey Bone is a blast. That's not a bad movie. I was reading about it. It made it was it cost seventy million to make. That was a lot. Worldwide, me. it made seven. Oh my god, seven million dollars! <laughs> I want to consider that a blockbuster. Wow, it's, so a, time, it's a box a... office bomb. It's a blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's seventy million at was the time. Early, early two thousands, late nineties, maybe late nineties yeah. money. Seventy million. That's a fucking. That's shit. a lot. That's, oh, it that's, made that, shit. That's something you expect. But I, I would put that under just. A bomb, though. No, I'd say it was it was meant to be a blockbuster. When you put seventy million dollars back in that time, it's, it's supposed to be a blockbuster. I'm gonna change the rule. You have to invest more than a hundred million for it to be a blockbuster. So then Jaws isn't a blockbuster because at that time it didn't cost a hundred million. Inflation. Was it? That's an inflation for Monkey Bone. <laughs> oh my god. Back to original rules. <laughs> I didn't realize you love Monkey Bone. I didn't realize you had a bone well, I had for two. Monkey Bone. I had Monkey Bone, and I'm probably gonna get shit for this, but I. I don't say I want to like it. Wait. I don't want to say I like you it, but it? when it's on, I watch it, man. It's a little ditty called <laughs> Mr. P. Diddy. Oh, oh P. Diddy. <laughs> no, little ditty Pootie called Pootie Tank. No, um, Green Lantern. Oh, oh Jesus! That, no, that's bad. If that's it's bad. on, I'll watch it, man. It's entertaining. That's a goddamn shame. That cheesy I don't shot care. when he's remembering his dad's plane crash. Oh yeah. And he runs up to the plane. And he sees his dad. And he's like, "I'm okay." And then it blows up. <laughs> and I was like, "That's so stupid." What like, is it like? Uh, Hot Shots One, where yes, he like yes. he crashes. He's like, "I'm all right." And he gets hit by the ambulance again. <laughs> That's exactly what it felt like. Because it gets hit like several times. I didn't say it was a good movie. I just think it's entertaining. Jeez, if man. it's on, I'll watch it. That's bad. I'm a huge Green Lantern fan. You liked it too? No, I fucking hated it. <laughs> I like I like John Stewart. No, we can share everything. <laughs> we can share. <laughs> All right, uh, next question. I Oh, you got something. Go. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't really recommend. Fleetwood Nash is not my recommend. It's okay, man. Oh, I don't think anybody's going to hold you no, to it. But... Hey, screw that up so you can't edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> um... I did kind of enjoy Poseidon. Really? Didn't see it. Really? Yeah. I, like, I never got I to see Carl, it. Carl Russell's pretty solid in that movie. I, like, I liked it when it was originally called Poseidon. <laughs> you mean Poseidon Adventure? That's what it was originally called. Yeah. That joke bombed. <laughs> hey, this podcast isn't Jake Bomb Jokes. <laughs> Jake Bomb Jokes? I, I was so excited about the joke, I couldn't get the words out. Bomber. Box office joke bombs? <laughs> Bomber Jake 2. Jake Bombs More Jokes. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and do a uh, last question. It's actually it's just talk about the Wachowskis in general. I'll go through some of their resume. All right, so the way the Wachowskis' uh, resume pops up on IMBD, uh, it won't let you look at them as just, you know, one person and separate things, obviously. So I'll just go through one of theirs. Um, they wrote the screenplay for Assassins. Man, I didn't know that. Never saw it. That's, a, that's the Antonio Banderas That's one. not a bad movie. Yes, yeah, Stallone and Banderas. Yep. Um, Bound. Okay. Or that, um, that's kind of what got them on the map. Yeah. Well, I watched, I've, I've probably seen like a good 40 minutes of that movie. Pretty damn entertaining. I haven't man. seen it, but I've heard a lot of good stuff. You've seen about clips. It. I've seen clips. Okay. I've seen the good clips. <laughs> man, you are a male. <laughs> only the good, I'm that way with Mulholland Drive. Yeah, only right. the good parts. Only the good parts. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen the good parts. Man, of that that's movie. insane. They only did those two movies, yeah. and then they did Matrix. Yeah. That that blows my mind. That And they fucking killed it with the Matrix. Yeah. Um, and it all went downhill. No. 
I, I haven't seen the third one. The first two are perfect. You ever yeah, seen, seen the third, the third one? one? Never saw it. Oh, oh it's man, stupid. I, I love Revolutions. Revolution Reloaded. Yeah, Reloaded. Reloaded great. actually isn't that bad. Every, the more I watch it, the more I'm like, this is a pretty cool flick. Like, the the action set pieces are entertaining enough. It's just that they go way too much into the fucking lore. I agree, yeah. That yeah. and the CGI when he's fighting all the Smiths at once. See, I don't mind it. I don't either. Because it's, for it, the time, it was so fucking, like, uh, groundbreaking, I guess. Yeah. But even, like, I remember people in the theater kind of laughing. At the it, but, yeah. but I didn't really like it doesn't pull me away from the story it didn't pull me away just because it was like they were doing something it was Neo and Agent Smith fighting again but it was like to a grander scale yeah, you know? yeah. I know but could it kill them for what's his name to just run towards Neo at like a hundred different times yeah. you know what I mean like, they're gonna do a hundred times rather than spending two dollars you know like saving time to just make some agent smiths i guess yeah yeah exactly yeah. i would i would have rather have just different looking smiths yeah. well, i think what they did was like they had um uh people that they dressed people yeah. like stunt doubles similar to agent smith and just digitally did the face so they yeah, were like that doesn't make any sense because in the first one the two there's three smiths they, and yeah. two look which i i thought they should have just kept up with yeah them. it would have been cool for reloaded if they actually just like took away the whole Agent Smith aspect of it, which yeah. is him, they, but they would have introduced, like, more agents. Yeah, you know, exactly. Different, different people. You yeah, know, no, totally. Would have been cool. But going, well, back after to this, yeah, going back to Wachowski's. Well, after this, they they, they spent a lot of time on The Matrix in the next couple of years. They they did two and three back-to-back. Yeah, they at had least, a, um, six a months. to be continued. A nice little Back to the Future 2 and yeah, 3. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they actually, wait, I think they did show, like, a preview for the third movie. Oh, they like, did. I it was. Like they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the end of the, yeah, no, they did. At the yeah. end of the second one, they showed like a yeah. coming I, up. I miss. Why yeah. did we not go see three? We, we went. We I all, saw three. Us and Dad, we all went and saw two in theaters together. I don't think quick. we all liked yeah. you two. went. I think we all walked out yeah, like it might have been it. Yeah, yeah. like all right, what the well, hell? Well, when I saw that? two in theaters, I wasn't impressed. It, it took a couple of viewings yeah. on home VHS to really appreciate. I think they had DVDs by that time. Yeah, you had it on And then, like, I I felt like I was obligated to go see three. When I was like, I guess I should go see I was such a huge fan of that first one that I had to go see them all back-to-back, basically. I think the main problem with a lot of Wachowski movies is that they're also producers and the writers. And so nobody get, tells them no. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> get, the point they get of producers. Final say on everything. Yeah, yeah. that's the point of producers. Sometimes is to sit there and say no. Like, hey, this doesn't look right. Don't do this. Like they need that person to be like, that's fucking dumb. Don't do that. Yeah, they're writing it. They're directing it. They're producing yeah. it. And so they it's have like, like total, doing too total, much of total control. Over hey, it. keep up the good work. Hey, thanks. You too. Yeah, yeah like, the they just talk yeah. to each other. Like, like, hey, we're doing a good job. We're doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, yeah, it gets to be too much of that, and no one ever tells them no, and yeah, um, and well, so you don't get that. I think that they kind of they kind of got this runaway when they made the first Matrix, and everyone's like, all right, they can do anything, mm-hmm. and they they've continued throughout their career to get anything they want because they <laughs> they know what they're doing, and they're yeah. a, a triple quadruple threat, like they can do yeah. a lot. Um, which goes to my next thing, where they didn't direct, they produced, and they wrote V for Vendetta. Which is an awesome movie. It's a great comic book as well. Gra- yeah, it's graphic okay. Novel, if, you yeah. if you will, Alan Moore is really hard to make into a, a movie because yeah. but V for Vendetta, v for Vendetta <clears throat> is sort of good. The movie is the best adaptation, I would say. I think Watchmen is not a good adaptation. Watchmen is good until the Watchmen last is like half. almost like the uh, the Gus Van Sant psycho of adaptations. 
Uh, yeah. Would you would you say adaptation with Nicolas Cage is an adaptation of adaptations? Wow, we went out. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> too far out. Um, I Viva Vendetta, box office hit. Uh, then after that, you go back to directing, and we got Speed Racer. I like this movie. I cannot watch this movie. I've tried another one of those. Visually, I, you watch it for like five ten but minutes, and you're like, "This is kind of cool." And then you're like, "No, it's not holding anything no, up though. It, it just man. looks it's one way." Relying, relying on special effects. Yeah, and granted, like the the, the cartoon. Which is cartoon know. uses too much ink, man. Yeah, relying too much on ink. <laughs> uh, granted, the cartoon is basically like very simple. I yes, guess, you know. Uh, I guess there's really nothing you could do as far as like adapting it to a feature film. You know, like, kind of like Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, like that adaptation. No. It's like you can't really do much with it. You can't. Low no. standards, man. Yeah. If you go into uh, for like Wachowskis now, if you just go with low standards. I think you'll enjoy their movies. Well, so no, well, then after that, we got Cloud Atlas. Anybody see Cloud Atlas? No. I wanted to. I, I did want to see it, but I just haven't gone around I remember almost like tearing up at that trailer. I remember the trailer when it trailer came out. The trailer was really good. trailer was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't remember the trailer. Just super epic, just showing the It was. Light. It was epic yeah. as shit. Yeah. yeah, that was a great trailer. Well, we can't really comment on that. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's all I've got that's, to that's say the end about of the that. Com- <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's the end of the podcast. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Then we got Jupiter Ascending, which we've already discussed. And then they got their new television show on Netflix. I heard it's... Sense8. Not good. Well, it just got got renewed for a second season. But apparently Netflix shows they automatically get a second season. Oh, really? That's part of the deal. Um, Hemlock Grove didn't. Yeah, it did. did. Hemlock Grove did. Yes, it did. (laughs) It sure did, guys. It sure did. So wait, you're saying if they get a second season no matter what, then Wet Hot American Summer is going to get a second season? If they want to. Yes. Oh man, I'm, this is big. <laughs> this is big news. It all came down to Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> today's episode. Well, um, they they do a lot with Sense Eight. They pro- they executive produce it, they write it, and they direct it. So they can tell each other, "Good job. We're good doing job. a good job." <laughs> <laughs> I need uh, I need more lichens. Uh, can we go through Vampire Wardrobe? Yeah. What else can we add? Let's add more mon- movie monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Creature from the Black Lagoon. That's yeah, cool. We haven't introduced that idea yet. <laughs> So overall, I mean, as a whole, would we say we like the Wachowskis? But everybody, I nah, like them only because of the Matrix. Jake, no, I, I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be one that's like fin- David Fincher. If I would go see anything he puts out, but Wachowskis, I would probably be fine. Yeah, to unfortunately see. for but. me, like, uh, I can't really back any of their projects anymore because yeah. of the last few movies they did. Well, you know what? They have. It's not like they've done a lot. For me, Matrix One and Two are great. V for Dead is awesome. Yeah. And the trailer but, for Cloud Atlas is pretty good. That's, <laughs> that's what you're basing your... <laughs> you know, and even if they don't do anything good ever again, I mean, they got a pretty... They're about half and half right now. But for what they did with movies alone with The Matrix, that's huge. Yeah. So they're always going to have that's, place in that's, history. That's I for me too. I almost want to compare them to M. Night Shyamalan. In a way, they came on the in scene way, really, yeah. really yeah. big at the same time. they're both 99. Yeah. They're both Matrix, 99. Yeah. And... Studios and producers gave them way too much rope, and they completely hung themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I, I would, I would back M Night more. Like, I, no, I, I would I, back M Night more. Yeah, I would definitely back. I M. would M. never more. have his back. I think well, M, M Night, Night's awesome. Yeah, dude. yeah. M Night's had some of the most memorable coming back. movies. You watch. He's had some most memorable like moments with Sixth Sense. That whole movie. I love Signs. Village is good. Yeah. He's got. A, can't like, wait. Can't wait for this M Night Shyamalan like, podcast. Oh, I can't. Oh, we're going one. <laughs> We're going to do it when he uh, puts out his new movie. 
Oh, yeah. When's yeah, that come out? I do. That trailer is kind of terrifying. It's a creepy trailer. I, it better fucking hold up. What's it called again? What's this movie called? Uh, Ouija 2? Uh, yeah, I think it's Ouija. The Louis, oh, with John Leguizamo? Yeah, it's uh, the Super Ouija Brothers. The Super Ouija Brothers. Okay, cool. <laughs> now, so does anybody have anything else to comment on this, uh, this uh, genre Please slash movie? Please make better movies. <laughs> We, we like you. I miss you. You do a good job. <laughs> okay, so here's a question that hasn't been asked yet. Why do these movies become box office bombs? Like, what is there? There's no a, substance. Is there a common theme in all these movies that are like? Okay, I think it's these, the, uh, it, it has to be like early uh, buzz from these film festivals, like Cannes Film Festival, because that's a fucking huge film festival to be showing your movie off at. Yeah, and you got people, you know, like famous critics painting the shit out of your movie that's gonna affect you like down the road I, yeah i don't think people like being like tricked i don't think yeah it, it's sure. like they watch these movies and just because you have all these special effects and flashing lights yeah. doesn't mean i'm gonna these like movies it are, they're just like essentially just vfx like yeah. well, you know we've talked about yeah. the bad ones listeners i'm sorry you probably thought the podcast was over but we are opening up a whole can of worms now um <laughs> <laughs> sorry this podcast just got started it just <laughs> Gotcha. All right, so let's talk about the good blockbusters. Let's talk about Pirates of the Caribbean, Titanic, Avatar. Why are those movies so big? Why do they do so well? Is it because of the character development? I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean, Johnny Depp has so much damn character. Avatar is dog shit. Why? Uh, I don't like it. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. Man, you bring a whole new point to that I don't think it's really that, like, story's not really that great. You really don't like it? Nope. Well, I, I like it more. I think it's boring. good. I don't think it's, it's great. I think, I think it's, it's a very boring movie relying on <sighs> special effects again. Are you sick? Are you sick? <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to talk about it? Let's talk about Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Everybody here likes Pirates of the Caribbean. I think that was I like a low expectation movie. Because I, I remember Pirate, when that movie yeah. was being made, everyone's like, you're making a movie off of a ride. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that budget was huge for it. You yeah. Oh, easily yeah. Because yeah. it's Disney. I mean, you, you won't expect mm. with John Carter. They they gave it like a $200 million budget I'm sure. with John yeah. Carter. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what it was was just like, everyone's like, oh, this movie's going to be, what, shit? And then you go and see it. You're like, holy fuck, that was awesome. You know? Yeah. So would we say what what is the ultimate blockbuster? I would probably say, I, I might say Pirates of the Caribbean because that's like a perfect blockbuster, huge budget, made lots of money, very entertaining summer box office hit. All right, so what what would you think is like the ultimate example of a successful movie blockbuster? The nineteen eighty nine Batman movie. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, because yeah. that's huge. That was like the first summer block. Well, no, oh Jaws. Is Jaws the first one? Was it huge the first week, or did it become big? Like, cause was I don't it, know. Or was it Batman was the first summer blockbuster where everyone was excited? And, well, and, I remember Batman came out when you, if you actually read about it, like the money that it took in and the toys and yeah. everything, like that's huge. Okay, that's the first like big comic book movie. But it's a good movie too. Like it's still sta- it stands alone. I'll give you that. I would say movie. that's up there with a a way to do a blockbuster. Yeah. What about you, Hanto? What do you got? Uh, what do you think's done it right? I think, uh, shit. I would say Lord of the Rings, maybe. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah I actually right. like, like going to the theater to go see those movies were like an experience. Yeah, yeah, and they're all enjoyable. Granted, like it's hard to kind of watch them now because they're so long, you know. Mm-hmm. 
but just the I guess movie going experience and how epic they were. It was epic. I do remember seeing it in theaters. And that's a pretty good point, actually. I'll piggyback off that because that's a really good example of a blockbuster done well. Yeah, uh, I Oscar remember winners too. Yeah, and I I remember going to all of them multiple times. Yeah, and it was a packed theater. Yeah, for like sure. Like they were. It wasn't like a small yeah. thing. It was a big deal. Mm. Like for like months on end after. Like I think I saw uh, Towers in Return. Like after finishing exams in high school to go, it was like that big, like yeah, with yeah. all of our friends and stuff. Like we gotta go see. Yeah, I think I saw like, Fellowship three times or something like that. Yeah, theater. Fellowship is fucking legit. I don't like Fellowship. Really? It's, it's like I think my favorite. Out Two of Towers three. is my favorite. I think Fellowship's my favorite out of all. Fellowship's my favorite. Yeah. Glory, I think, I think they it's the only movie that they're all together. Yeah. It's so slow. Yeah. Though. Awesome. It's Sean epic Bean. as hell. Yeah. It's got the best ending out of yeah. all of them. Like, like the whole. Whoa, and yeah. It's cool because it's not like. Okay, because like the second one ends with a giant battle, third one ends with a giant battle, mm-hmm. but with the first one, it's like just a battle between these like people on the hill, and it's cool because it's real and you're like yeah. fighting like it's real like the action. Old, yeah, it's, it's not like barely CG. Man, I'm gonna watch this video. I haven't seen yeah. Fellowship in like dude. Every 10 once in a while, chill out, dude. Man. Every once in a while, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I just opened another can of worms. Oh man, I'm excited to watch this now. I'm not too excited about Two Towers and uh, Return of the King, but I'm gonna watch Fellowship, and I'll probably watch. How would you guys rank the movies? Uh, Fellowship, Return of the King. I'd towers. say two, three, one, one, three, two, two, one, three. One, used, three used, two. used to be one, two, three, but now it's one, three, two. Dude, Four. Return's bad. I, I don't awesome. like. I don't like Return. Two towers. Return. Two towers no, is a Return waste of time. has too much CGI. Like the fact there was just like one shot where literally it was all CGI. When uh, Legolas takes down the elephant, yeah, it's those things don't exist. They can't hire them in real life. You can get an <laughs> elephant and have a miniature. Orcs don't exist, Jake. <laughs> this be Idiot. There's no such thing as a ghost. Trial wrangling in a thousand ghosts to film in your I can't movie. imagine the audition process for ghosts. This is terrifying. This is honestly terrifying. I can't tell if anything's in the room. We're going to switch to UV rays. It's just the, 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 the sound effect from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> It's a little kid saying, I'm cold. <laughs> Are you for a dark reference? And the leader of the ghost, the kid from Are You for the Dark, season two, episode three. Mom, I think I got it this time. <laughs> um, Tell Graham Graham. <laughs> Graham Graham. Um, my, my favorite blockbuster. Um, um, yeah, Lighten, that I was would, way off topic. That was way off topic. Uh, I guess mine would be uh, probably The Dark Knight. Yeah, it's legit. I yeah. think the Dark Knight, what it did well was it it built up hype. It yeah. was people didn't really not a lot of people cared too much about Batman Begins. I mean, they liked it and it reviewed well, but I it love wasn't that movie. it wasn't enough to like it wasn't a Batman nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. So when uh, they started doing like the the picture thing with Heath Ledger's face, for the more people mm. signed up, the more they got and all that stuff. I think the hype was perfect with like the Harvey Dent yeah. campaign. And when yeah. you went into that movie, you're like, yes, this is guaranteed awesome. Like, yeah, the- but I'm gonna I'm gonna just say that like. 60% of that hype is sadly coming from Heath Ledger's death. This was before, though. Yeah. No, no, all, he died before. The, he died, oh, like... Oh, he, he died before the hype. Yeah, he died, like, December of that, that No, 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 and they started no, in the he, spring before. Because they started... Because that's when they were yeah, no, no, the Joker's no, face. Yeah, they started doing that stuff, but when he died, that movie got, like, major claim. Because Begins was big, but not that big. Yeah, no, I... And then, like, I... You know, like, that's what I'm saying, like, sadly, 60% of that, like, hype came from... Where are you getting from, your numbers from? Huh? Uh, numbers.org. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, I would probably pick Dark Knight. That's cool. That's a good one. I'd probably have to say Jurassic Park. 
is the perfect blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jurassic uh, Park, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates uh, was like yeah, I was gonna surprisingly. Say said, yeah, I, I was going to say Jurassic Park, but I didn't yeah. think I was allowed to talk about it on this podcast oh, yeah. anymore. You're allowed to talk about it whatever you want. I yeah, thought man. that it always turns into 45 minute conversations. Free your mind. Free your mind. <laughs> Jake, free your mind. Jake. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um, Jake, thanks for uh, jumping on this week. No, thank you for uh, having me. We have a little bit of a different format coming. Uh, we're going to change things up. Instead of doing genre-based films every week, uh, every other week we're going to do a genre, and then every other week we're going to do a profile. And the profile episode will be the same layout. We'll watch a movie and review it. Then the second half we'll break it down. But we're, we're going to focus more on like actors or directors. Essentially, essentially what we did with the, the Rock episode. Yeah, if you've listened to our bonus episode of Movies at Dwayne Johnson, it'll be that same format. We're going to pick an actor. We're going to pick a director. We might pick a series of films and break it down. But we're going to just do this so uh, because we're venturing around the genres, and we don't want to end the podcast. So we figured it was a good way to keep it going. So next week, we'll do the 1986 Schwarzenegger film, Raw Deal, and we'll watch the movie. And review it, and then the second part of the podcast, we'll break down Schwarzenegger's career. Um, and then after that, we'll go back to the genre-based podcast, and we'll just keep going back and forth. Check us out on some social media outlets. You can like us on Facebook at Cinema Cult Podcast. You can find our podcasts on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please rate and review. We'd really appreciate it. But uh, as always, thank you for listening. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Hanto. We'll see you next time. So next week we'll be doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Is it Red Deal or no. Raw Heat? Raw Deal. <laughs> raw, 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 raw Deal. You're a fucking asshole. No, I actually I didn't mean to make it as a joke, and then it came out that way. Raw Deal. Yeah, yeah. It's Raw Deal. Yeah, we're gonna do Raw Deal, and we are gonna break down Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> what a loser! Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Freaking loser! So yeah, next week we're gonna do. Year of that movie? His name is Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> What's the year of that movie? Raw Dog. It doesn't matter. Just well, it's, it's the only the one that's, that yeah. exists. They always like to throw the year in there. It's my thing. It Actually, there's a couple. There's another Raw Dog. Eighty-six. Eighty-six. Great year. Great year. It's your birthday year. Yeah. Your birthday year. Three. Two. Year.